We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. With all the constant chaos and commotion going on around us in our lives, it's so important to be able to tune into spirit, to really be able to gather your beliefs, trust, and techniques in how to manifest a life and the way you want your life to look. That is what today's episode is all about. And I have got a dynamic guest today that I cannot wait to share with you guys. Welcome to Enthusiastically Spiritual a place to embrace and share enthusiastic vibes for the spiritual part of your journey. Hi, I'm Teresa Schantz, a spiritual seeker and way shower to living life with spirit. I'm honored to share my stories, spiritual tips, and sharings from other like-minded souls with you. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this mini morsel of good vibes starting now. Welcome back to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa. So today, let's dig in deep about manifesting your desires and changing your life. I've got a dynamic guest on today named Afia Salter. Afia is a mindset manifestation coach, NLP practitioner, and host of the Manifest Edit podcast. Her mission is to empower and teach ambitious women how to stop playing small confidently manifest their desires, and live an extraordinary life. Serving as a practical example of her work after being orphaned at 14, grappling with mental illness and chronic pain, to then moving overseas and building her soul-aligned life and business. Afia has inspired thousands around the world to create their lives by design. Through her coaching, Afia highlights the strategy, science, and spirituality behind manifestation in order to provide actionable advice from a grounded, no BS perspective. Hello, Afia. Uh, Welcome to Enthusiastically Spiritual. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I am so excited to have you here because we need to put some manifesting vibes into the world. Are you feeling me? I am totally feeling you. I know you are because you're in Melbourne and my husband, Tom, lived there for many years. He actually lived in Australia for like almost 30 years. His kids are in Melbourne. We left there in 2020, so we were stuck over there. And so I'm all about the Melbourne vibes. I love it so much. And I'm sending so much love to all my brothers and sisters down in Australia right now because it's so much is going on down there. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. Um, yeah, we're in lockdown six at the minute. And by the time it gets to number six, you're like, wow, I just, I really have to surrender to this process right now. Without a doubt. So the manifesting part of it is knowing that your current situation is not what you have to be stuck in. That to me is important. And and that's why I was so excited to have you on today, because I want to talk about how you can help people in, you know, pulling themselves out of the situation they're currently in and manifesting the life they really desire and want. Right? Truly. And I always say, especially in challenging situations, that 
this is a moment, not a lifetime. But I think that also applies to those beautiful moments as well, is that you really do have to cherish them because it isn't going to last forever. And then in the challenging moments, that's not going to last forever either. So having some degree of neutrality to your life makes everything flow a lot easier. I totally agree. And I know, um, I don't know about for you, but for like myself, I've had so much growth during this pandemic and it really made me stop and slow down and recognize what is important in my life and how do I want to move forward with the foundation of really everything from social media to who I am to all aspects. Have have you noticed that also in what you're doing in your life? Yes, absolutely. It's definitely been a period of that for me. I think particularly at the beginning of last year, I realized that I was really living out of alignment with what I truly desired to create and who I really was. And I definitely had a moment where I really just had to take responsibility for where I was at in my life and not in a way that I was shaming myself or guilting myself. I was like, this is where we're at. This is not where we want to be. No one else is coming to save you or coming to change it. If you are not happy with this, you need to do something. Otherwise, this feeling of stuckness, frustration, is just going to persist. And what I really love is it's very easy to blame other people and it feels good in the moment. But at the same time as we're blaming other people, we're also outsourcing our power to other people. So when you can um, refrain from blaming other people, what that says is I have 100% of the power myself. When you have 100% of the power yourself, that means you have a gift because you're able to change your situation at any given moment at a time. Like, why would you want to give that to someone else? <laughs> you know, it's funny you should say that because this morning I was talking to my husband, we were regrouping the day and kind of like where everything's at. And I was saying, if people recognize how much power they have as a soul, oh my gosh, like it would change the world. I mean, like we have so much power in our hands. It's trusting, it's believing, and it's having that spiritual aspect or whatever. I mean, religious, spiritual, whatever aspect people have, but that belief and that trust in that, you know, I mean, life can look differently. It just, like you said, at this moment, this is how it's playing out, but tomorrow it can be totally different. Yeah, I think you have such a valid point there. And just taking each day as it comes, I think it's Eckhart Tolle that says nothing not now is a problem. And that's one of my other mantras as well, like being more mindful for sure. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about, um, I love, so I'm about being practical with my spirituality. And I noticed that you are about no BS in your manifesting. And I love that because it feels like it feels real to me. And that's what I really love with people that are authentic and and it's like, hey, let's let's figure out how to work with this with where you're at in your life. And I know you help people with manifesting their desires, stop playing small and live their extraordinary life. And I love that aspect of it. I think for me, one of the biggest realizations I've had over the past couple of years is I was actually at this tech conference in Berlin um, and the speaker was saying that it's all great having a BFF best friend forever but what we really need are values friends forever that's people who are going to call you out in your BS that's people who are going to hold you accountable that's people who are going to push you to um, chase for more ultimately your number one BFF is yourself but also surrounding yourself with other people who are going to call you out and inspire you to grow in the way that you want to grow oh my gosh I love that so much and that's also back to kind of like that like attracts like, but yet I love the fact that having someone to hold accountable to. That's I think so. Awesome. Yeah. Especially in times like these, I really love like leaning on friends who are also based in Melbourne, have their own businesses. And we're like texting each other in the morning. What are you doing this morning? You said you were going to do that. It's 12 PM. Why are you still in bed? Oh, oh, that is wonderful. That is a big accountability right there. 
Yeah. And I know, Afia, that you moved in the last couple of years from Scotland to Australia. Wow. What a journey that is. And was, I should yeah. say. I mean, yeah, <laughs> 10, it, so it was. was incredible, incredible move. And for me, I was never someone at the point I moved 2016, I was never someone who considered myself to travel solo. It wasn't something on my radar at all. And I was meant to be moving overseas with a friend. We were going to travel for a few weeks first. And then we hadn't really been speaking. We'd had a small disagreement. We hadn't been speaking as much as we usually would. And I was like, wow, it's like a month until the trip. We should probably organize something. So I texted her. I was like, hey, I've got some travel magazines. Let's come over. Let's start planning stuff. And then my friend got back to me and was like, yeah, I'm not coming anymore. So you should probably just go by yourself. And that was both one of the, at the moment, it felt like one of the worst things that ever happened to me, but I can see that it was absolutely one of the best things to ever happen to me. Like coming here alone was something that I needed to do. And I, a lot of people, when I first went home after being in Australia for a year, my friends were like, wow, you're so different. And for me, it wasn't that I was so different, but it was that I truly, truly was. And I gave myself permission to be that unauthentically. I mean, <laughs> unapologetically, not unauthentically. <laughs> well, probably am both. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that because like, um, I look at different countries and energy wise and how they are. So like Australia, we call them like they're more in their feelings. And so for I myself, I tapped into that, like, and I really was so like creative over there. Actually, I also gained a lot of weight over there because I was really relaxed because the feeling vibe was in, but then like America, we're more over here. It's more intellectual and more business and so it's interesting you say how you went back and, the, you know, you really found your authentic self or who, you know, kind of opened up to who you were because I did that in Australia too. It's a beautiful country with that vibe of just like, I mean, just a feeling vibe, really. Uh, I totally relate. And I think coming from the UK is that um, <laughs> I, I love, I love um, Scotland and I love the UK, but I think there's just such a different energy there in that people are a bit more to themselves and not fully free and I felt like coming here that oh wow everyone really is chilled out and laid back and wow and meeting all of these people who have like completely different points of view and I find it so fascinating without a doubt and now they're not all like shrimp on the barbie but <laughs> right because that's like the the crocodile dundee yeah. thing hobby, but but yet they're all very chill and I love the vibe down there for sure We're, we can't wait to get back once all this is settled down so yeah, you know what? It took me four years of living here to go to my first Australian barbecue with shrimp. I was like, I feel like I've been con this whole selling point and there's no shrimp on the barbie anywhere. Without a doubt. Oh my gosh. At least she finally got some. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the wait. Without a doubt. So let's talk about spirituality because you wrote something and um, I always do a little questionnaire before I have your know, interviews and sharings and you said spirituality saved your life. So I'd love you to share a little bit about that. So at the end of 2015, I would say I was really going through a particularly challenging period of my life. I was orphaned at 14. I grew up without parents and I had made it to uni. I was doing all the things that I never thought I would have the opportunity to do. And I just finished my first degree and I had this realization. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I have nothing to fall back on. I have nowhere to go. And it felt like a really scary time for me. So because I was still in that phase of figuring out and feeling so much pressure, not only the pressure that you already have from finishing uni, but the pressure that I felt at anything I did, I couldn't fail because there was no home to go back to. Mm. 
So I was feeling so much pressure at this time. And I was also really struggling with anxiety and depression at this time, but struggling to get a therapist. We have a public health system in the UK and the waiting list for therapists were like years long. And although I kept going to doctors and saying like, I really feel like I need to see someone at this point, they're like, oh, just a little bit of uni stress. You don't need to worry about it. But I was. And so I decided to go back to uni and study my master's. But I did it for the wrong reasons. I did it for, okay, like this is just some more time to figure out what I want to do. I can kind of just figure out what I want to do when I get here. And I realized pretty soon into my master's degree that it, I just wasn't supposed to be there. It wasn't what I wanted to do. It just felt so miserable. And every day I would walk into that classroom, it just felt such a heaviness. And the other, my two friends on that course as well had a similar feeling in that they didn't know what they wanted to do next. So we were all just being miserable together. And I remember at points in my classes, I would actually... Um, like go out of the classroom to the bathroom and just sit in the bathroom for 10 minutes because I just like couldn't bear to be in the class so I was just truly distraught and at the beginning of 2016 I had a mental breakdown I felt like I couldn't continue on the way I was going I basically didn't leave the house for a month I was crying every day so anxious so depressed and I went from that position where I was at the beginning of the year in 2016 thinking this is really rock bottom for me and I don't know how it's going to get better from here to the end of the year being deeply in love with myself and my journey having gone to therapy although it didn't work out and really began to fall in love with myself really began to find my footing in a spiritual lens and to know that there was more out there for me and that I got to create the future that I wanted and just because I'd had what I perceived then to be a step back didn't mean that I couldn't still take 10 steps forward from where I was. So it completely shifted my perspective towards life. It shifted my perspective towards myself and shifted my perspective to everyone else as well. That will do it. Having those challenges, just like what we're going through now. I mean, we'll look back at this someday. Like you're looking back at that now going, my gosh, you know, what a different time frame, right? Yeah. I think the power of hindsight is so beautiful and People will always say there's always, you know, there's always a lesson, there's always a lesson, like, but you have to be willing to look for that. You have to be willing to look back at something like it's not going to automatically just present itself. You have to be open to seeing things from a different point of view. I totally agree. And I found for myself that like when I've gone through a, a tragedy or a death or something, I look back and like, there's all these puzzle pieces that I didn't see at the time that was like, oh, that happened, that happened, that happened. And then the outcome was that. So I agree with you totally. Like at the time of going through things, challenges, or I sometimes like to call them soul quakes. It's like when you're just like shaken inside to the extreme that at that point, I mean, it's hard to find the way forward or see, you know, what the forest through the trees. Right. And so looking back at things is really when that time to reflect and regroup and really understand how far I've come and what I've been through and the lessons I've learned along the way. Cause it's all about our soul's journey and the lessons we're here to learn, learn and grow. Absolutely. And I think even looking back at things, even on a more micro perspective, not just like years later, but on the day to day, I always have people come to me and say, I can never manifest anything or why can't I manifest the big things? It's like, okay, let's sit down, look at all the things that have happened to you over the past month. It's like, wait, this was a lot of things. I've just not been recognizing all the abundance that's already there. And when you're not acknowledging all the abundance that's already there, then how are you going to call in more? Right, exactly. So speaking about abundance and manifesting, so let's talk a bit about what you offer in the world, because when I'm looking on your website, I love it. And I love the framework of vibes. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about vibes because you, you broke it out so beautifully. 
Yes. So in 2016 was when I created my first ever vision board during that challenging time I was talking about. And everything was manifesting. I manifested my soulmate at the time. I manifested my move from Scotland to Australia. I manifested travel. I even have um, a picture of an infinity pool in there because I'd seen infinity pools. I was like, I can't believe something this beautiful exists. And I want to see one in real life. <laughs> um, so I manifested everything on there. And in 2018, I was like, right, time to crack out the old vision board again. Let's create a new one. I made a new one. And I was looking back at it last year, um, 2020, and I realized, number one, none of the things on this vision board had manifested. It was two years later. And number two, what I realized is that none of the things on there resonated with me and that the reasons why I'd put them on there wasn't because I had truly wanted them. It was because, okay, well, this is what everyone else is doing. And like, I'm 27 now, so this is where I should be at in my life. Let's pop this on there. Or, oh, it will look really good if I have this. And putting things on, like, really not aligned with where I was going or who I wanted to be. And that was a really big realization for me is because, I realized that typically when people do go into manifestation, they go at it straight from the intention level of what do I want to have? But before asking yourself, what do I want to have? You have to first be really conscious of who you want to be. You have to know what your values are. You have to know what your vision are. Because if you don't do that, how can you check that your intentions are in congruency with that? So this was a huge realization to me. And I was like, okay, bearing this in mind, how else did I manifest all those those things that I desired in 20... um, 2016 and looking back it was clear to me that there was five steps so the first step of the vibes framework is embodying the vibe of your higher self thinking about what your higher self looks like how she he they are showing up in the world and if you're out of alignment with that currently working out what those gaps actually are understanding what your values are I realized very few people when I spoke about this would be able to answer what their values are people typically think of it's like a company thing or the company values but don't consider themselves to be yourself the company so blew my mind that people didn't really have a concept of their own values it's like okay first of all we just need to come to grips with this and it's not something you can pick off a list of values it's something that's really personal to you and then from knowing what the values and vision are embodying the vibe of your higher self as if you were already in that place then moving into setting powerful intentions so setting powerful intentions yes it bears in mind your values and your vision but also creating things that are leading you to that future version of you right not just making safe decisions based on where you're at but making those expansive decisions that are often going to stretch you based on where you're going and that's truly how to set a powerful intention going towards that vision that dream rather than away from like I don't want to be here it's like well what do you want and really being unapologetic in the process of owning that in that it's not too big there is not an a limited amount for you to have and something that I really find to be a powerful belief is that everything you want already exists it's not like you have to go magic it up from somewhere it's already out there in the world it's just aligning your beliefs taking the action that is going to bring it towards you so most of the work is already done that's amazing like you just have to like finish off the project it's like just putting the icing and the cherry on the cupcake like you don't even have to bake it amazing so Moving on from that to energetic blocks and boundaries, right? This is who I am. This is what I want. 
this is what could potentially sabotage things. And this is looking at our old stories that we have passed on perhaps from our family, from their family's family, you know, that it can be passed down seven generations. So it's having a look and seeing what those stories actually are. So when you set an intention and you read it, what's the first thing you think? Is it like, hell yeah, can't wait. Or is it never going to happen? And really understanding, okay, if I am saying that, why am I saying that? Where did that come from? Who said that? Was it me or is it someone else? And I've just clung on to this belief as my own. And the other thing is boundaries. If you're giving your energy and time away to things that don't serve you, you don't have the time and energy to put it into things that do serve you. Like having boundaries is such an important spiritual practice. And yeah, maybe it doesn't look like super nice to talk about on social media, like, oh, I set a boundary today, but it's it's so powerful. And something as well is that in setting these boundaries, often we can find it, particularly as women, I think challenging to set these boundaries and like, oh, are people going to think that I'm a certain way if I assert myself? But actually, it's a gift for both you and the other person. And I have people who I've set boundaries with in the past, maybe at the time not be that happy about it, but come back to me later on and say, wow, thank you for setting that boundary with me there. It was something that I really needed and I really appreciate and value you for setting that just the other day I had um, something with a friend and she um, we tried to organize things a few times and I say just the other day but this is obviously when we were not in lockdown and we could do things and we tried to organize something together and it did a few times and felt like she'd been quite flaky and I was just like look I really value our friendship so I'm just going to be honest with you that I don't really find this acceptable I think this is poor form from you and I would love to spend time with you but it needs to not be happening like this this isn't working for you for us and she's like wow yeah you're so right and thank you for bringing my attention to that previously I would have just been really passive aggressive about it or said nothing and just let it bubble and have this resentment underlying it's not healthy I don't want to feel like that and I don't want to feel that way towards someone else and why hold it in so energetic blocks and boundaries then we move into balancing your feminine and masculine energy which is really taking inspired action so what's the difference between action and inspired action action is well I should be doing something let's just do something for the sake of doing something inspired action is like oh right I'm really at one with my soul and I know what's leading me forward oh I feel called to do this ah, this doesn't really make sense, but this is where I'm feeling led right now. And it's really such a beautiful process. So it's knowing that there is power in your feminine, there is power in your masculine, and these don't need to be two opposing sides. Balance doesn't mean 50-50. Balance means what's the balance for you? What feels right for you? For me, it's mainly in my feminine energy. I feel like most at home in my goddess energy, but I know that sometimes I need to like dip into that masculine of like, let's get it done because we have deadlines. Mm -hmm. So it's really finding what works for you. And I previously, um, before I had my coaching business, I had a digital marketing agency. And when I started it, it was just when Gary V had like risen to fame and everyone was like loving everything he's saying. And I'm like, okay, well, this guy's successful. People like him. He's making a lot of money. I have to be Gary Vee. And I was working myself into the ground. I was so burnt out. I was so tired. Coincidentally, I was also not making any money because (laughs) the style just didn't resonate with me. So doing more, it doesn't always mean you're going to get more. So that was a really, you know, you have to be really self-aware about the way that you're showing up in the world and why you're actually doing things. And then the final part of that process, bringing it all together is surrendering the how Obviously, we need to know some steps, but you don't need to know every single step. People often jump straight from, okay, I know what I want to. I don't know how I'm going to get it because I don't know how I'm going to get it. Maybe I don't really want it or maybe it's not for me. 
if you desire it, it is for you. If it came to you, it's meant for you. So surrendering that how is about trusting and having faith that no matter what, you're always supported. Even if it doesn't happen in the timeline you expect, in the timeline you want, everything's going to happen exactly as it's meant to. And if we truly had that level of faith, we wouldn't be going around asking like, where is it? Why isn't it working? Because we know it's always working. Everything's always working in our favor. And that's that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Afia, I'm just blown away. I mean, you've put so much together for yourself in the 27 years you've been here. So clearly, I mean, you've come in with doing this work and, and this is what you're passionate about because I can so feel it. And you're so enthusiastic about what you share. And I just absolutely love it. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. So talk about what do you have coming up? What events you've got online going on that my listeners can tap into and join in and, and you know, come work with you in it? Because I know you've got some things coming up. Yeah. So something that I love, love, love to connect with people over is my Vibes Method seven-day virtual retreats. So this is a seven-day event where we have Zoom calls every single day, and I'm walking you through each of those steps for aligned manifestation in a lot more depth. We have practices like guided meditations, breakout rooms. And what I love about this is two things. Number one, it gives me a chance to connect with people somewhat face-to-face given everything that's been going on over the past year, but also it's being in that community, right? Growth by osmosis. You realize, wow, these are all high achieving women working towards manifesting these extraordinary visions. Wait, I'm also one of these high achieving women working towards manifesting my extraordinary vision and being supported by those people. I know there's a phrase that, you know, you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with, but that number one person is you. So what rooms are you putting yourself into and how are you showing up to the table, taking responsibility for your growth and where you want to go? So this seven day workshop is really about getting in touch with yourself, about getting in touch with your desires, around shedding some of those limiting beliefs, around shedding the struggle story and just owning it, owning every single part of you. And my next one, depending when this podcast is coming out, is in October. And then we have the next one after that isn't till 2022, but you can still register for that. I'll give you a link, which will go to the most recent retreat as well. You can find me on Instagram at afiasalter underscore Right now, my thing is reels, Instagram reels. I'm spending a lot of time inside being in Melbourne. We're only allowed outside for two hours a day. So I spend my time making Instagram reels and I'm loving it. It's made me fall back in love with Instagram again. It's so much fun. So yeah, come hang out over there. You can see these funny reels I've been up to. (laughs) That's awesome. And I'll have all those links in the show notes and how to get a hold of you and your website and all that. And I just want to thank you so much, Afia, for taking the time today. Um, I know you, you know, you're a busy woman, but I know you're also in lockdown. So you got a little bit more time, maybe, but <laughs> but I'm so grateful for you to come on today and just share your beautiful manifestation, um, your work and what you are doing in the world, which is amazing stuff. So thank you so much for coming on. And thank you so, so much for having me as well. It's been a pleasure. What a wonderful sharing that was. And Afia is an amazing soul, really helping others manifest in the world. So I will definitely, again, have all her information in the show notes. And I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. And just remember that until next time, life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back, for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. 
It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.